Have you ever wondered why some entrepreneurs seemingly catapult to the top in a short period of time, while others take years or even give up on their dreams? The fastest path to success is positioning yourself as an authority. Follow me on my journey to build my online dream business as I interview successful entrepreneurs, uncover marketing strategies to grow your business, and help position you as the authority. I'm Steph Shinneberry, and this is The Authority Marketing Edge. Welcome to Authority Marketing Edge. Today, my guest is Jennifer Blair. Jennifer is life coach and leadership coach, speaker, author, owner of Excavive Coaching and Consulting. In 2003, she founded Excavive in Louisville, Kentucky to empower people to embrace their authenticity, pursue their passions, increase their self-confidence, communicate powerfully, and build the kind of lives they truly want to live. Jennifer states, by embracing my values and my authenticity, I was able to map out my mission to be of service to others, to be an empowering and enlivening force. She helps her clients to move forward to envision and embrace their definition, their definition of success. Jennifer published her first book, The True You, Tools to Excavate, Explore, and Evolve in 2012, and its second edition, The True You Reimagined, Discover Your Authentic Self in 2020. In her new book, she helps you discover how to truly live an inspired life, while the accompanying workbook, The True You Workbook, Tools to Reimagine Your Life, offers essential exercises based on almost 20 years of coaching experience. She also shares her personal journey in a new co-authored book, Women Who Boss Up. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here. It's nice to have you. I'm, I'm glad we finally get to meet. Yes, me as well. So, Jennifer, I like to start out with finding out a little bit about how people got into the entrepreneurial space, the online space. So, just a little bit about your journey. Okay, great. Well, Steph, I actually started off in the corporate world like so many people. In my 20s, I, I graduated with a degree in advertising, business, political science, and worked on the corporate side of things until I moved to Kentucky in 1990. And in that period of time, I did some small jobs. I had um, I was the director of continuing education for lawyers. Um, and when I had my first child, I decided to become a full-time stay-at-home mom. So I did not work for pay, <laughs> still work, um, for 10 years and was a stay-at-home mom to two beautiful children. Uh, after I got divorced, I did get divorced and I, during that time, I did a tremendous amount of healing work uh, because it was what got me on my spiritual journey. And so a couple of years after my divorce, I was, I was thinking about what do I want to do for, uh, for, to go back to work. I knew I could not go back into the corporate advertising world. When I was in that space, we didn't even have internet. So if you can imagine back in the, back in the 1980s, there was no internet. There were no computers to, to speak of. So right. I thought for me to go back into that world, I am so far behind that I would, that was not something, and it wasn't my passion. But what, what, what had become my passion was during my time as a stay-at-home mom, I did a tremendous amount of volunteer work and I worked with women's organizations and the Science Center Board and the Art Museum. And I realized that I loved one, working with people, helping other people, but even more so, I saw on my journey how people 
kind of forgot who they are mm -hmm. and they play small in the world, mm -hmm. myself included. Um, that was one of my things I learned through my divorce. So as I was looking at what to do with myself um, to go back to work, I came across life coaching and I thought, oh, that is it. I want to work with people to empower them to move forward. And a lot of that really did come from those years of seeing women, um, especially um, just not have this ability to use their voice, to ask for what they needed, to um, kind of be what I call the silent sufferers of us who uh, you know, really kind of struggle with doing it all and asking for help and some of those things. And when I found coaching, it was just a modality that I thought that's, that's going to be an amazing journey to be able to work with individuals one-on-one -on -one to empower them to move forward in their lives, which was something I was trying to do in my own life. Um, and that was 17 years ago when I started that journey, the coaching journey. Um, so it was through honestly, personal experience, um, getting on my own spiritual journey and path and then seeing a need out there and meeting, you know, bringing all those together into excavate, which means to excavate your life, um, mm -hmm. to start the company. So. I love it. I love it. I, I think so many times that's what happens is we're on our own spiritual arts, not just spiritual, whatever. We're on our own journey trying to figure out what it is we want or what it is we need. And even if it's trying to solve a problem and that becomes like, oh my gosh, so many other people have this then, and I've figured it out and now I can help them with it. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I wasn't sure that I was that sophisticated as, as people are in especially online space now to really know this is my message and this is what I'm going to do. It was more a sense. It was very organic. It was, um, I kind of had this idea because I had been president of the junior league when my marriage fell apart and I would be standing up at the podium and I would look out and see hundreds of women. And I thought, I look like I am the, have the perfect life with my two children, my attorney husband, you know, I looked apart and I would look out and go, how many other people are sitting there suffering in silence that don't, that have their own problems and they don't reach out to each other. And it was sort of this aha moment that I didn't realize a couple of years later, it was more of a women need to, to know how great they are and they need some tools to do that. And I was simply going to write a book and put that out in the world. And then I found myself enrolling in coaching and starting a business <laughs> and, and recruiting. And, and interestingly enough, some of my first clients were from the same organization that I had been president of. So I had a huge source of clients oh, and, yeah. over the years from the junior league realm. So uh, yeah, I've been yeah. very blessed in that regard. That's awesome. Yeah. Your, your network is your net worth for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's a, that is a, I love the, the organicness of it, how it kind of unfolded for you going after trying to, you know, on your own journey. And then that became, you know, your passion. I love that. Absolutely. And, you know, and I kind of did it. I don't know if it's the old fashioned way. I mean, I, I knew enough about um, being an entrepreneur from, I had parents who were entrepreneurs. So I thought, well, what's the big deal? You know, you just, start this business and you tell everybody about it and they hire you. And that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty much what I did. Um, I had business cards and brochures printed. I would never go anywhere without both of them in a purse. I had to always carry a purse that was big enough to hold my brochures. And I would even be at the opera and someone would say, what have you been up to? I'm like, let me show you my brochure and give this to you. And I was constantly out there in the world 
actually sort of living this great big life, um, doing the things I really loved and telling people about it and would give them cards and brochures and they, sure enough, people would contact me. And um, it's, it's, it's become, it's evolved to be very different with um, the onset of social media and the online world, which yeah. I'm still, still learning about and, and evolving in that as well. But um, yeah, interesting. So. When you were telling me this, it's all, it's almost like some of that's missing. And um, I mean, I mean, I love it that we have, we can reach so many more people online, but now I I know that people like that work online, they just work online and they don't even really consider carrying a brochure and a business card and talking to people outside the, and like you built your business that way. And it's like, we've kind of like forgotten that. And I think people are so hungry for connection and relationships right now that I think we're going to see a little bit of a shift back, maybe not the cards and brochures. I don't know, but finding a way to, to really connect because I know a lot of people for a while it went, I just want to automate everything and put a funnel out there and just let everybody sign up through that. And that's just kind of like, I feel like that's shifting back a little bit. I think so. And, you know, I think, you know, from my perspective, it's like, how can we, how can we embrace it all? You know, yay that you've got these automated procedures that when someone goes onto your site and they sign up for something, you make automatic, automatic responses. And it's some of the tools that have been created in terms of efficiencies and, and truly being able to reach more people. But I also think, and I guess I hold this perspective because I am a coach, um, that that personal connection is what's so important. Um, even with the, the COVID-19 and the shutdown, I love that people could get on Zoom calls and stay connected to each other. Oh, and, I know. Um, you know, even what we're up to and we can meet each other and see each other. It feels right. like it feels like we're sitting across from each other. It does. It's pretty amazing. Like I, I have over the last several months, um, I have actually become really good friends with some people all over the world and we were working on projects together and it's like, I feel like I know them. I mean, I'm a couple of them. I'm going to go places with them and go, you know, so it's kind of like really, it's really interesting how you can just, uh, it does feel like we're sitting across the room from each other. And I think, you know, in, you know, you mentioned that I'm also a leadership coach. I do a lot of leadership speaking and training and, you know, people, especially as a coach, they want to know, well, what kind of coach are you? And I'm like, well, I'm a coach. A coach is a coach, you know, whether it's on, on personal or business or your profession. But I think the thing that is common that is so important is that connection. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like coaching is about relationships. It's about connection. Even in the online space, I know that um, I got more active even in my own social media because um, I had the space to be a little more creative with it. And being able to reach people and they reach you, it is a way of staying connected and saying, oh, that's so cool. That person's up to this and they're up to this and let me be a resource yeah. for you. And yeah, moment in time where we all have to be alone or isolated. Um, it was, I'm so grateful we had it to be able to stay connected and make new connections. Yeah. I, I'm, I wonder how, what kind of, problems we would have had if we wouldn't have had this oh you know it's just like you think about it it's like well we would have had the phone but still you know it's it's different so absolutely uh, yeah so uh jennifer what challenges did you have you know kind of like starting out or or what challenge a couple of challenges that you've had along the way that that we could learn from well you know i started this let me tell you partly some of the parameters around starting my business because when i started this business 
I had a couple of things that were important to me. One was I wanted to create a business that I could do from anywhere in the world and that I was not tied to a certain geographic location. I, I recognized that, and I also wanted to be able to do it on my own time frame, meaning um, I had small children. So I essentially started this business, would take them to school, come home, work until I picked up carpool at three o'clock, um, would pick them up, come home, get snack, get them settled into homework, maybe sneak off to go do a coaching call or at least to do some follow-up work. So I, I was able to create this business really on my own terms. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Um, and so, but with that, it was also difficult at the beginning to get into a real flow. I think my first two years, I kind of had a school schedule. Like I was, I didn't really market myself in the summer or I took summer breaks with my children. I went on spring break. I kind of kept that school schedule. So I think that there, there reached a point about three or four years into it. I had to decide, is this really going to be a business? Um, so often people, they, create something because they love it. I mean, I love coaching, but I actually did look at this as a business at the beginning with branding and that sort of thing, but I didn't really fully put the energy into it to say this is a business until, you know, until I made the decision. So once I made that decision, um, it was pretty, it was, it was kind of nice to get all in. Um, I'd also, at that point, started speaking and getting requests for speaking and get paid for speaking. Um, and then my big, kind of big involvement in the business came when I coached a woman who created a women's magazine here in Louisville, Kentucky. And she asked me, so I was coaching her and we did a trade and I was advertising. I thought, who was going to hire a coach from ads at the time? No one knew what a coach was back in you know, 2005, 2006. Um, so I did it. I started getting some clients from that. But then she asked me about six months into it to create a column. And so I started writing about women's issues and coaching issues. Um, so that magazine was a great way to expand in the community. And I, I got lots and lots of clients over the six and a half years I did that. But once she did decide to close that business after about after seven years. And so when she stopped that, that was my writing outlet. That was a big marketing tool for me, and I didn't have anything to back it up. So I, I think that one of those challenges is, and what I'm really trying to say with all this, is that you have to be able to not, not actually see what's coming, because I did not know, but not lose the momentum. So you kind of get some momentum going with something, and you might need to pivot, or you might need to adapt, you might need to kind of go over here a little bit. It's not always going to be a straight line for what you plan. So being adaptable and then finding the way to still be excited about it. Um, I found some other ways to do a writing outlet and then I published, then I started, you know, I'm now publishing my own books, which is fun. Um, but that was one. And then I think the other piece, it kind of speaks to the ebbs and flows. Um, and I did not create, and it's still sometimes challenging. I mean, with COVID, I found myself some clients going, Ooh, I don't think I can renew now. Like I'm a little scared of what's happening in the world. So I think having that, I think you, you have to have courage. You have to have determination. For me, you have to have some faith. It's all going to be okay mm -hmm. to learn how to work with those ebbs and flows, especially when things get tight, when money's not coming in, um, that can be a real challenge. And, there was a period I went through that I was every year I would be like, 
is this the year I need to quit this business? Like I would, I would have a, a like a board meeting with myself and, and really explore. And gosh, every time I would think about that, I'd get a flood of clients in that kind of validated, keep going, keep going. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So those yeah. couple of things. Um, and then one other thing I'll add to this is, um, I think as an entrepreneur and working for yourself, you're, you don't have the resources at a company. I know that when something technical goes wrong, I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to fix this? And I do have a tech guy now that, that can help, but he's not down the hall who can get to it right away. I know. <laughs> um, you know, I've had to find really good designers over the years and, and build that team. I, um, once I hired an assistant, that freed me up to go coach a lot more. So it's really important to build your support system, to build your team, to build your resources, um, to have those friends that say, you got this, keep going, yeah. you're doing okay. Uh, yeah. So that entrepreneurial world, there, there have been several challenges along the way, but um, so grateful I've stayed in it. Perseverance is, is like Perseverance a, is a fantastic yeah. word. Yeah, that's one of my, that's one of mine, um, perseverance. And I love that you know, I, t I was talking to someone that I I'm a nurse anesthesiologist, so I have some colleagues that are always kind of a little bit curious about what I'm doing. Um, and um, I was I was telling them, I'm like, you know, it's nothing like, you know, we've achieved the highest pinnacle in our careers as, you know, as nurses. It's like graduate school and and there's not really anything you can do higher than that, except for maybe. Well, really, you can't. But um, so. Uh, it was a straight line. I knew how to do it. It's like, okay, you do this and you right. do this and you jump through this hoop and you this education, you pass this test, yeah. this certification. Yeah. I mean, yes. You're high, so like high achieve people that are high achievers and have like, it's the same thing when I wanted to go run Pikes Peak, I knew, okay, this is how I have to train. This is what I do. This is what I show up and then I get better. But this is not like that. <laughs> this is like, it's like, oh my gosh, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, but, uh, but I think, you know, perseverance and I know that for me, you know, I've only been at this for two years. And so like, it's like my world is like totally different than it was two years ago. So you can see the progress that you make. Absolutely. And, uh, I totally agree with hiring the team before you even like, right. before it gets to where you really need it. Cause that's just been a lifesaver for me, especially working, but I'll, yeah. Yeah, very, very good. Too, even though the, the, the pathway there isn't clear, I think the one thing that you can do is get very clear on where is it you're trying to go to have that, oh, yeah. to, to really know what is that end game? What is that? What's the goal? What's the vision? Um, and what does that really look like? And to really learn how to not just here's what it is, here are the steps I should take because I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a write out a business plan and take all these steps. That's never how I've been very organic, how I do my business. Um, but I do, I am a big believer in really embracing the vision and the end game and where you want to go with that and really trying to understand how to embody that before mm -hmm. you even get there. Act as yep. if, yeah. and, you know, act as if you are successful and what that be. Act as if and start showing up and, and, and it, it comes that way. It, right. it very yeah. much comes that way. I've used lots of visualizations and wow, it's like, that really works. You know? <laughs> it does. It, is it surprises myself sometimes. Yeah. yeah, it does. I love it. I love it. That's great. That's great advice. Okay. So uh, what is one thing that you've discovered about yourself? And I always like, 
I like to do this from an internal or like a spiritual or a transformational point of view. I'm sure there are other things like, you know, tactical or whatever as well, but I, I would love to know if you're willing to share with that something. Sure. sure. Um, you know, I actually, I really appreciate that question. And my answer around this is going to be something that I've actually never said, but I think is so true, but it's what's coming up for me. Um, so I grew up in a family of designers. My mother was an interior designer, very successful. My sister followed in her footsteps, has her master's in lighting. And um, so I, they were always seen to me as the creative ones, the designers of the family. And so I think the thing that I've learned about myself through this process is how deep my creativity actually is there and how I'm able to source it. And my creativity comes through words. It comes through perspectives. It mm -hmm. comes through um, being able to wordsmith something together to really inspire somebody. Mm -hmm. And so the thing I've really learned about myself is really the depth of my creativity and I'll take it a step further in how much I really need to tap into that. Yes, I love this. I mean, so, not, it's one thing knowing it, it's something else to sit down and write it mm -hmm. and to then be willing to have the courage to put it out there. It's, I will tell you, when I started writing for the magazine and every time I would hit the send button for my column, I would hold my breath and go, oh, it, it's so vulnerable. Yeah, yeah out there so I think it was this combination of creativity courage and vulnerability yeah I, I love that I don't think I really knew how much it was in there and the depth of it and how much it wanted to really come out and, and I, uh, live in the world I love that and I, I'm glad I asked that question and I'm glad I'm glad you shared that I, I think that's beautiful I think one of the I, I too have the creative, uh, so I'm an artist and really that's all I ever wanted to do. And then mm -hmm. when I'm like doing, like working my job, medical field, and then all my after hours are like doing this and I've had to make myself. But one of the things that I discovered is like, so I went through and said, what, what are my values that I want to be a part of my business? And one of them was creativity. And oh, nice. so I'm embracing that. I'm actually doing a masterclass on Canva. I'm like, this is not really what, like, this is not really in line with my business, but I use it in my business. And I know so many people do. And it, it brings me such joy that, and then like offer creation. And so, so I'm like, I found my thing and it has to do with creativity. It's the same thing. So I just, I love that. And it, it, it is embracing the skills that we have that we're natural at as part of our journey, I think makes us, who we are in our business. Absolutely. And that's part of the authenticity. Um, well, let's talk I, about I that. Think it's so important. But and one thing I'll say real quickly is that I love that creativity is one of your business values. Um, I was got very clear on my values around my personally and professionally and really kept them the same for both. I decided to let my personal business values be the same. And my uh, value around creativity is creation. And so oh, it's not just creativity and playing with it. It's that I want to have things that have, um, that come to fruition. So my creativity is actually creation. I think that's why I get so excited to write books and work books and I'm already thinking about the next one. So, um, yeah, so I think that's a big part of, like I said, the piece of authenticity and, and it. it's so much fun. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you said, 
talk to a little bit about like, do you take people through some kind of exercise with authenticity or what? I know you brought that up as one of the things that you like to, to discuss. So I, I do. So I think a big part of, and maybe it's part of the clients that I attract, um, you know, I have people that come to me for all reasons and it's men and women, you know, huge ages, difference, thirties up to seventies. Um, mm -hmm president of a real estate company to an executive at Ford Motor Company to um, a mom, a stay-at-home mom. Um, but I think what people are looking for is they're looking for clarity and, and sometimes they're coming to me because they have a goal or they want to um, look for, or how do I find more fulfillment in my career? Um, I have a potential uh, career, that I, that I, another direction I could go and how do I make that decision? So people are coming to me all areas of life in different types of decisions and how they make those decisions. And what I decided, and it's really partly because it's how I started my business and it's through also my coaches training and experience, I decided that the, the important thing to know about yourself and you spoke to a minute ago were your values. And so I take my clients that were pretty in-depth value exercise it is a, it is, it is not, I hand you a sheet of paper, circle your top five. It's not that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, because what I found is that people don't always give themselves permission to claim their values. Mm -hmm. For instance, if they have a value of fun or play or passion, they mm -hmm. think, Oh, I can't have fun and play and passion in my work. I've got to be over here serious and maybe I need to choose hard work or achievement as a value. So there's a lot of stories that people make up about what they think they should be choosing for their values. So I take them through a process where we look at all like eight different life areas. We see how satisfied they are, they are in those areas. Um, I give them a questionnaire. I give them some other homework. I help them. Uh, I ask them to think about their peak experiences in life. And from all of this information, I start extracting and listening for the common themes in their life. And so we spend a couple of sessions clearly defining those values. And then once I give them, I give them my opinion of what they are. They aren't choosing them. Then we have a discussion. We tweak them. Sometimes we put creative names to them. Um, and then after that, the, in order for them to claim them, I have an integration exercise. So my work is really not just, oh, let's choose your values. Now go live your life according to your values. I want to know in what ways are you going to use these values to further your career or to find more passion or fun in life or to improve your relationships. So we then work to use those values to integrate into, the life, into their lives, into the areas that most need it, and to make sure, and, it, and I think what I've seen, and I've done this with hundreds and hundreds of people, it's so freeing. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the thing that's really cool about values work, yeah. is that you suddenly like, wow, it's like give yourself a big old permission slip, um, to live life according. And, and I have the belief that if you make decisions based on your values, you will never go against yourself. I agree. Uh, that's what I was just going to say. I think if you're using that, if you truly find out what they are and you're using those as your guide, I mean, it's your business is going to be in line, alignment with who you are. And Absolutely. I think you're going to show, you're going to show up authentic. I, I love that this, I would love to see this exercise, but it's interesting because I, 
you know, I had someone hand me a sheet and do the values and it, it just didn't feel like, it just didn't feel right. And so I went on my own, like, okay, what is it that I, that I truly love? And mine was like, like thinking back of the things in my life, you know, the things cool. that, I, yeah. that brought me so much joy and it was creativity Absolutely. and it was adventure. And so, so those things that, and it's, I think that's kind of like what you're talking about, like the peaks of your life, the, the pinnacles of things to pull out that, that were really a joy for you. So, Absolutely. I, I have a great example of this. I have a client that I've worked with, gosh, since for about 12 or 13 years. We, we've been working together, maybe even longer than that, 14, 15, 14, I mean, it's a long time. So I think, actually, I think we started working together in about 2005. So, um, so pretty long time, 15 years, off and on, not consecutively. Um, and I did that exercise with her um, back when we first started working together. In fact, it's one of the reasons she hired me. And she has recently decided to create and go on a different journey for herself and do, she's still in her business, but she's kind of working, we're working on life after corporate job and what that will be and kind of her new, her new business and adventure. She wanted to go back and do her values. And so we set those aside and I did, took her through the entire process again. And what was fascinating to me is those, net, those core values were still the same after 12 years. And that was without looking at them, not, I mean, she didn't look, I didn't look. We just went through the process. And then when I told her what I had come up with, we compared the two and we tweaked the names a little bit. We just sort of upgraded the names, but those core concepts did not change at all. And so it was sort of a, like, like, Woohoo, like this, maybe this really works. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, it's sort of a validating thing to see yeah. that you can do this with somebody because I stand by with all my clients that once you do this and you have this, you have this for life and you yeah. can live by this. Yeah. Um, and so that was just a great, um, and we did that about three weeks ago and it was just like, oh, this was such a cool experience to see that someone, it, it's, it is that they're still that aligned with who they are. Right. I love it. I can see you light up when you're talking because I, I know you feel that you, you really helped someone because you know that this really does bring them into alignment and that they do have this like freedom to be who they are. And Absolutely. So, uh, and so that. we've been having some business discussions and I'm using, I think one of her words that we created was liberation for freedom. That was the word that I, I came up with this word just intuitively yeah. and she's like oh, love that so now yeah. that's part of her tagline that she's putting into some oh, of nice in her business so she is creating a business that really really reflects who she is which I oh think that's awesome it's gonna be very cool that's cool awesome very cool very cool i love it i've had this has been awesome so um i kind of i don't know if you can really go into it here and i know you've shared some of it already but is there like, so Excaviv is um, excavating life, excavating your life. Yes. Is there a certain like process or is it, does it really depend on everybody's situation is different? You know, it's, it's, it's interesting you ask that question, um, especially in the online space and me getting more involved in the online space and thinking about, you know, how can I, uh, one of the things that's frustrating to me is how do I get this out to more people? Um, I do not have a cookie cutter program that I can tell you what we're going to do on week five or week eight or session, you know, 10, um, because my work, and I feel like this is maybe pretty, very much who I am. 
I feel like my work is incredibly intuitive as well. I mean, I have this great coaches training for the Coaches Training Institute. I think they're now the Coactive Coaches Institute. They've changed their name, but I had this great training and leadership training from them. Um, and I continue to read a ton and do my own work in experiences and coaching. And so I do have an, that initial process to get someone started. Um, another thing I like to use for people is the Strength Finder assessment tool, Clifton Strength Finder. It's um, from the Gallup people. It's one of the just leadership assessment tools that I like using. But sometimes I won't even do that till maybe we're into it for a couple of months. So I feel like the work that I do, I feel like my job is to meet people where they are, mm -hmm. to bring them forward. And often we may be talking about a career that I intuitively feel like there's something else. So my job is to, to gently move them forward, to also build the relationship, build trust, you know, build, make sure I'm building that trust. And at the right time, if there's something intuitively I feel like would serve the client, then I can bring that up. So um, there's not a set process because I feel like the work is so intuitive. And in trying to, I am working on starting to create a course. And so it'll be interesting to see how I evolve that um, so that I can make sure that people are getting the best of me um, and not just having to do one-on-one -on -one coaching. So, right. right. So yeah, so you can reach more people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I, um, yeah, so it, it's, it's, and, and I will say this though, um, you asked about process. I do in the, in the course of these 17 years, since I love creation, which we've talked about, um, I started creating my own coaching tools. So creating really cool exercises. Um, for example, I have an exercise called creating your boundaries. When someone feels like they need to get clear on their boundaries, I sat down one, one I think it was a Saturday night. I had nothing to do. And I'm like, Oh, I'll, I'll create some business, some business tools. And I sat down and create created on paper, a coaching tool that would help somebody understand how to set their boundaries. And so I've done that with boundaries and energy and, creating habits. And, um, I think, I think I have like 40 and that's why. Oh, wow. That's incredible. That's, that's actually why I created the workbook because I've yeah. created so many coaching tools over yeah. the years that, um, I decided to put it into one workbook so that everybody could get those tools. So the tools I've created will be out soon for. Oh, neat. Workbook. I'll have to check. Yeah. So, I'll have to check yeah. those out. That sounds fun. Yeah. And, and my workbook does take you through a process. Um, I tried to give as much depth as I could, letting someone have that self journey. Um, and a lot of people can do that. Sometimes people need the feedback from a coach. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was on my own clarity journey and it was the most confusing thing in the world. And, and I was working with coaches, but you know, I, it's funny. It's like when you are in the weeds it's so hard to see and then you can work with somebody that's really good at pulling that out and right. it was just it was you know it Absolutely. was a game changer yeah and that to me is what is what that i love doing i love um that active listening hearing for what's not being said you know using your intuition um that those pieces of it being able to as you said kind of pull that out it's what I love to do. And the other thing I love to do too with my clients is I offer another perspective. I mean, I think so much of our work is offering perspectives and giving someone another viewpoint. 
and then empowering them to choose their right viewpoint. I don't right. know which one is the right one for them, right. but right. I offer up several other ideas for them and a lot of creativity, even in my coaching and creative brainstorming. Yeah. Neat. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. So. I bet you're fun to work with. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, it's, it's been, um, and that's something I will say this. Um, I, I want people to enjoy it. You know, self-work is not for the weary. It just, it no. just, isn't. it's hard enough to, to be working on yourself and try to figure things out. And, you know, people have a lot of fear and, and some of it very justified. And so um, I do try to bring a sense of peace and a sense of lightness to what I'm doing. Um, not ever to diminish what, what's going on with them, but to also, and I, and I will say to clients, I'm like, and we're going to make it fun too, because, yeah. you know, right, right. Exactly. Might as well be fun. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So you've written this, co-authored this book with 15 or 16 other women. Yes. There are and, 15 women. Yeah. 15 women. And yes. so what was that journey? I know you're an author already, but what was that journey like? And, and do you mind sharing just a bit about that? I'm, I'm super jazzed because I've met at least half of you by now. And it's every one of you have been incredible to meet and have an incredible story. And so I can't wait to read it myself. Yes, I know. I can't wait to read everyone else's um, stories. So um, Women Who Boss Up, um, is a book that, like you said, 15 women that have come together from around the world to share our stories. And it's really to share the story of um, how we've overcome obstacles to then step into a place to create something, you know, our, to be on purpose, to create something useful, something passionate out in the world. Um, I got involved from a friend of mine, I don't know if you've spoken with Yamilka Rodriguez. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. So Yamilka is one of my closest friends and she had heard about Tam through, I believe, Jody um, Federal. So yeah, it's like you, you tell someone, you tell someone. So anyway, so she called to tell me about it because she thought it would be a great way to expand my own reach because I was in the process of working on my book that was coming right. out. But what I found, so I thought, oh, this will be great. I'll have a new audience for my book. So what I found when I got involved with it is that the way I, the way I look at this is this was the chance for me to tell my personal story and to put that out in the world to hopefully inspire and give others hope um, and tell that story in a way that I'd never really done it. Um, I kind of always tell the story starting with coaching and not backing that up a few years with the divorce and life transition and how difficult that, how difficult that was. So I love that in Tam's book and what we're all doing is I think she's really promoted our, she's brought out our authenticity. She has brought out those stories and we're telling those in a way that says, wow, we went through some tough stuff. If we can do it, you can do it too. So Women Who Boss Up for me was telling the story about my divorce and really how heartbreaking that was. Um, I had two very small children that were five and seven and um, to be able to go and create something after that um, was, was a story I think worth telling. So, um, so Women Who Boss Up was me telling my story in the journey and then uh, my book that I just published at the same time, The Tree You Reimagined, 
really is a deeper dive in how to discover your authenticity and become your authentic self. And then the workbook gives you the tools to do it. So it suddenly made sense to me to, to do three books at one time. Um, <laughs> somehow it made sense to me <laughs> to, to actually do this. That's awesome. <laughs> to put this out in the world. So, Well, that's awesome. So I can't wait to read it. I love this. It's been so awesome uh, talking with you. And so I know you said you're working on a, a course, but is there something else next that you've got on the horizon? I'm sure you do. <laughs> well, right now I've got these three books. Um, in fact, I just received my workbook from the publisher yesterday that I will be proofing next week. So um, really and truly right now I, um, I want to get these books out into the world. I want them to be useful, to be inspiring to people. Um, I'm taking on new clients. I've sort of reworked my schedule to add space for more clients to work with individuals. And so those two things while working on a course are probably enough because as a coach, it's important to have life balance. And so um, during COVID, it's been so easy to work more that yeah. I have really, really said, got to do the balance thing. So for me, that's, that's taking care of myself and making sure that I'm, I'm doing what I need to do. So awesome. Um, I love it. Yes. Thank you so much. This has been Thank so you. enjoyable. I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the interview. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so oh, where you're welcome. Where can they find you? Yes. So, um, you can find me on my website, www.excaviv.com. -E um, that's my website. They can email me directly, jennifer at excaviv.com. And I'm on all social media, um, Excaviv Coaching and Consulting on Facebook, Excaviv for Instagram, okay. Jennifer and Blair for LinkedIn. So on my okay. website can take you to all my social media outlets as well. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. This has been Steph Shinneberry with Authority Marketing Edge. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review. And if you're a coach, consultant, or expert trying to grow their business online, come check out Purpose Driven Profits. It's a free Facebook community and I'll leave the link in the show notes. We're trying to help people optimize their offers and get their message out there so they can break through six figures and beyond. Thanks again for listening.